I have a, I have a new thing. Backup the backup. Right. And you I actually backup the backup. I literally just bought a two terabyte drive yesterday. I I that might be your best studio purchase of the year because when you go back five years from now and you're like, Oh God, I'm so glad I saved this because it's all fucked up over here. Which happened to me. So I mean this has happened to me where like projects have been completely in shambles you're like what yep. is this uh-huh it happened to burst it happened to haunts burst in the flame i went back to go listen to it and i was like what is this and i had andy who i didn't oversee everything on it that that was part of the weird thing about the beginnings of haunt other than luminous eyes which is funny because it still seems to be like most people's favorite thing that i've done which it like i literally did in a weekend just for fun it wasn't Right. meant to be it didn't mean to overshadow the band i was in and it did right massively so i went back to go check it out and there we had we had john's friend here like supposedly engineering it and it was like a fucking the album almost didn't get done and i'm like the type of guy where it's like i write so much music it's like i was gonna just throw them all in the garbage can and start over because it was like i had done demos myself like i recorded the drums i played and like i wrote songs and then i had wolfie who drum who played drums on luminous eyes he was getting really sick at this point in time though so it didn't end up going like we thought Mm -hmm. he and he did he came and he did like the pre-production with me which i just like ended up deciding to put out on vinyl because like with all the knowledge i have now i was like i can make this sound like better than the album i was like right when the when the when the dude came to like record the drums it like wolfie got sick had to go to the hospital he was like given six months to live at the time and i didn't really have a band so i was like auditioning drummers at the time as well and then i was just like this is a fucking fiasco because like he had come and recorded with the dude and it just he just didn't, he was just really sick. I mean, he had stage five liver failure and his heart wow. was failing. So I don't know. He, he magically survived it all, but, um, how, how is, uh, you know, I, I've been to, uh, California a few times on vacation and shit. And like once in a while I used to just be like, fuck it. I'm gonna go on Craigslist and see if there's any people that like jam out there. And I couldn't find anybody. And I thought that no was one. like insane. No one. No one. Dude, I'm a one-man band. If you're not a one-man band out here, good luck, dude. I don't it's understand. So hard to find people to play with. Like, There's nobody that plays. Nobody plays, man. And they're all in LA, and they all have these certain. I mean, I'm not saying everybody in LA is like this, but there is like a definite, definite thing. Because I moved there and lived there for two years. Yeah. And I couldn't find a band. I couldn't. If you could believe this at the time, this is fucking shocking to me. This was like. 2006 yeah that's like prime time i couldn't find i was 20 i was 25 so i was young and um i couldn't find anybody that wanted to do black sabbath type music or megadeth no one that's insane like i was like i was like what is going on and like and then you know i was like (laughs) i was going to these I was going to these auditions and they're like rock bands and they're playing Evanescence type shit. I'm like, dude, You're you like, guys, I was like, back my shit, I'm I was out. trying to tell them, 
Yeah, I was like, I was trying to tell him, I'm like, maybe, you know, why don't you guys think like, you know, don't you guys listen to like Thin Lizzy and shit? Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what kind of, what, but anyway, long story short, that just failed and I ended up back in Fresno, which I'm not even from. So, but I knew people here that played music. So it's weird because like, I grew up in the middle of nowhere. I grew up in Calaveras County, which is like foothills, yeah. population 7,000. Right. And... And there's nobody to play with up there. I had to bail. So I thought I, I just thought a- that was insane, dude. Like the, when I think of LA, I think of like the biggest metal scene there is. Like none. It's like it's like so like I we can't even really find like many bands to play with, dude. There's like a handful. There really literally is a handful, and some of them are already defunct. Like they last like a couple years. It's just it's just the the young people. Like the younger, like there's like this audience of like people that are like mid twenties right now, maybe early, er, maybe early twenties that are starting some bands, but like any teenagers or anything beyond that, it's, there's no young people like upholding anything. There's no like getting drunk in the parking lot kind of vibe happening. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. I think it's just. I don't do that stuff and I don't really condone it. I, I used to do that stuff. That's what it was all about. <laughs> but, you know, as a grown ass man, you're not going to catch a 39 year old dude like myself, like getting, dr- I don't even get drunk. I haven't drank in 10 years, but you're not going to catch me drinking in the parking lot. Let's just put it that way. I just been too headstrong. I got too many things going on. But when you're a teenager and shit, that's what you're supposed to be doing. I feel like right. you're supposed to be getting reckless. It's the only time in your life. You really can be reckless when you look back. It's as like, long as you don't get a DWI, you're all set, dude. Yeah, if you if you fucking coast through that shit wisely, then yeah, because like in your 30s, life gets really, really real. Because yeah. like you start realizing you're like, well, all right, I'm 30. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> what, the, what the fuck have I done? Well, like, in 10 years, yeah, in 10 I'm, years, I'm gonna be 40. This literally yeah, leads to my first question I, I have. All right. You ready? How do yeah. you balance being a full-time father figure and being the frontman of Haunt? And the frontman of Beastmaker and the bass player of Hysteria and running everything and writing every <laughs> all of it. You, you, you missed quite a, be- quite a few things in there. Yeah, I guess um, I did. And being, in, and being the engineer of it all. It is extremely challenging. I'm fucking constantly burned out, but I have a fire that just is, will not be, it just can't be extinguished right now because my goal in life, and I think some people start to realize this eventually, my goal is to write one hit song. It doesn't even have to be in my band either. Yeah. I just want to write one, one fucking hit. Like, I don't give a fuck if I end up writing some shit and somebody else picks it up and they're like, Hey, I'm going to rework this. Like, sorry, it's going to be whatever it is now. I don't care. I just want to be fucking like, I've worked really, really hard at writing songs like for a long time now. Yeah. And like, it's just something that I want to happen that way. I could fulfill the dream. I don't even care about any of this. That one hit one. That's all you need is one hit. just to fucking say I did it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, fuck, like I did the shit. Now, 
like I have different aspirations as myself as an artist, you know, like with the things that I do, because, you know, like I like certain kind of music and, but I also have played in a lot of different types of bands in my life. And being from Fresno where there's not a lot of bands anyway, I will, I'll get to that later, but to balance, to balance it. So I, we have like a really like pretty, scheduled thing here with with me and my wife like 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 during normal times my wife teaches i stay at home and just do music yeah um three days out of the week i watch him all day like so monday let's just say monday wednesday friday mm-hmm. i watch him from fucking 6 a.m when he gets up till 5 30 when my wife gets home and i give her a little break to wind down maybe if she's lucky depending on the madness of you know parenting uh right. and infant uh and then i go into the studio and but the other two days my mother-in-law comes over and watches him the whole day so i get like i'll be out here for 12 hours i don't even leave like i just boom in here and then um two days out of the month I only have to, she comes over Friday as well. So I get like three full days of just being by myself, um, working on music. And then Saturday and Sunday, my wife is like, all right, get what you need done. Because she knows it's like the fucking shit that I do and the, and the mountain of stuff that I have going on all the time. There's right. not enough time in the world to do it. I mean, I'm shipping like a hundred orders a week out of here by myself. Like, that doesn't sound like an astronomical number in the grand scheme of like. It, yeah, it's just, it's just a lot of uh, keeping track a, of on things. A D, on a DIY level, that's huge. I'm doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Metal Blade or somebody would be like, whatever. Well, that's, that ain't shit. But to me, I'm on, I'm on the fucking move right now. I'm figuring all these things out. The Postal out. Service figuring, knows your name, dude. Oh, dude, they know me. I actually hey, put things doing? on the fucking. I put the thing, I put, I put church recordings on the box. I was like, you know, like I grew up around a lot of graffiti artists and one of my best friends like ended up owning, he owns this huge skateboard company and I grew up hanging out with him, skating and shit. And he was always in the graffiti and I didn't really understand. He used to be like, dude, it's all about just getting your name up. They tried to get me involved in it one time and like, they're like, all right, you need a tag name. And I, I, I just wasn't there. You know what yeah, I mean? I was yeah. just like, I was safe for me. I was like, first off, I didn't want to get in trouble because these motherfuckers, I mean, we were like 16 and this dude's on house arrest and shit in the summer. I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, you're not locking me inside for an entire summer of my life when I could go on skating, going to shows and kissing girls and stuff. Like, no, no you're not. No, this is not. So I didn't go down that route, but a lot of those things like really come to my mind now, like when it comes to like the the branding of things and how Mm -hmm. you operate that. So you kind of, I kind of like do that, but yeah, I mean, I, the, the people around here, the people that pick up the mail, like she, her and I have become really good friends now because like I, 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 from a distance. Cause I talked to her all the time outside, you know, the mail lady, cause she had to come pick yep. up. She picked, she's like, she's like, is this correct? You have 250 parcels. And I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like, I am sorry, but this, I can't go to the post office anymore. They have it completely shut off. So I yeah, can't go there ass. with that many. I think I can't go there with that many packages right now. Uh, 
and not and and not have like I'm trying to not have contact with anybody. To be honest with you, I take this shit incredibly seriously because I'm like watching CNN the other day and they have this fucking dad. He's like my age, two kids die of this shit, and I'm sitting here going like, Yeah, if that you know- dude could die, like I can. It just be you know, it's like the, these kind of things. Just because you're not in the statistics does not mean does not mean that, that you're, you're fucking yeah. immune. That doesn't mean you're not gonna right. get fucking sick and die. It's like get the fuck out of here. Like the, you gotta uh, be diligent, see, man. Did you see uh, the video recently with the protests and shit? horrible like i don't Stupid. i don't i don't want to go into it a lot because you know that's very controversial and shit like that but come on man like all these people are gonna get sick like that's a huge yep. gathering like that was that was so dumb and i bet you in two three weeks time some of those people will be fucking regretting it and it'll be on the news it'll be on the news it'll be fucking front fucking story fucking cnn news when these people start I, I, to me, see like a, so here's some here's some background information for you. Mm-hmm. I did hair for 20 years. My mo- my mom was a hairdresser, yeah. and she knew. I I mean, I had like coffee shop jobs in high school. One of my mom's friends owned a coffee shop, and they gave me a job. And I think my mom saw immediately that I did not like taking orders. Like I did right. not like I'll work with people, and I'm I'm like easy to I'm easy going there, but like. When when you tell me I can't have the day off to go see a concert, and when you're fucking that young, like oh no, I went anyway. I'm like I'm <laughs> I was going. the same so, way. Yeah. Like I don't fucking care about this. I was doing dishes when I was Everybody. like sixteen. Like yeah, dude, you don't fucking tell a sixteen year old kid you can't. I mean, dude, I worked at a coffee shop for fuck's sake. It wasn't like it was like it was <laughs> at like dude, you guys can all. <laughs> you have two people. Yes, yes. I mean, I had to go early because I lived, like I told you, I lived up in the middle of nowhere. So sometimes these things, this was a three and a half hour drive event for me. Yeah, so I had to drive. It was a seven hour round trip drive. And then back in these days, I couldn't get a fucking hotel. My mom didn't know how far we were driving. We would tell her we're going to Stockton or we're going to Sacramento. She didn't know we were driving all the way out to Petaluma, which is out in the North Bay area. We're in yeah. the Central Valley, so it's a completely different yeah. fucking place. And I'm getting home at 4 a.m. and shit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> barely fucking hold my eyes open. But, I mean, that's... So, anyway, uh, doing hair, doing hair, I, I ended up being a hairdresser. And uh, for 20 years, almost, I just stopped doing it recently. Um, when the music stuff started g- growing and, like, I finally didn't have to rely on hair as an income... Um, you're, you're breathing on these people, like your tools have been, you know, the, the things that happen in a salon just, and I also taught at a beauty college. So I know about all the sanitation and stuff that goes on. There's no fucking way that they're doing all the shit that they need to do to protect the public. There's so many fucking things about touching public people and being in the public like that. Yeah. You're just, that's it. You're, it's fucking stupid. I'm like they're like, they're like saying there's a line for the fucking barber shop. I'm sitting here going, your hair is that important right now? Nobody fucking cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody it fucking cares right now, dude. I was wearing the same sweatpants until today when I realized I was like these are just. 
disgusting. I had like ashes all over him from my joints, coffee stains. And I'm like looking at him like, these are fucking gross. My son has like wiped his mouth everywhere on them. But like, who fucking cares right now? It's like, you're not going to see anybody. It's like, yeah, get dressed, take a shower, shave, like maybe put some clothes on. If you got to go somewhere, you know, take, you know, take the step, make yourself feel good or whatever. But um, I don't know, man. It's it's really strange times, and it's strange times to the music business. The music business is gonna is taking a huge fall. What oh, is yeah. booking? See, the thing that I'm thinking about, I'm like booking agents are fucked. They are I, so fucked. Well, I down here in Rochester, I I keep seeing these sh- like festivals being booked, and I'm like, why are you like, why are you even like setting this shit up? Like, what's the point? Like you don't know what the future's I, holding. Like, I think they're just trying to like have something there, but I just don't think the public is going to be ready for concerts for a long time. Yeah, I mean they're Even booking shit in say, like June. I mean, obviously that's a little well, bit far away. Fucking, but. That's that's way too fucking soon. Nobody's playing in June. There's no way. I don't care what the fuck the world is at. Like, we are not going to be there. We're like, I won't be there. And the people that, I mean, I'm surprised Death Angel and like made it through, you know? I mean, like that dude, their their drummer, Will, I was like reading his story and he was like, dude, I was like, and I just fucking woke up in the hospital. Like, I was in a fucking coma and I survived. Yeah, and that's, that's crazy. Like, seriously scary, dude. I mean, I'm not that much younger than those guys. They could be my older brother. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm like, damn, they almost got sick out. I was in Europe just like them, and I was sick when I got home, too. I had a fucking cough. and But that's not very unusual on a tour in the frozen-ass place where everybody smokes all day long. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Dude, so, I want to go I'm there not, so bad. So it's kind of just one of those things where it's just like, I, I didn't really think of anything of it. So I just self-quarantined just out of like, because I got home and then the, then like two days later, they were like shutting down the airport. We walked through without a fucking, like nothing was going on. Like literally like two days, literally two days. But since I got home and I had been worried about it since I had left because I was watching it as we we're going, I was like, I don't know if I want to go, you know? Yeah. And then I had already spent all this money and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just... I talked to the guys. They're like, let's just go. Let's go. And just we went. It. And I mean, we all made it through till like we didn't get sick over there. Cause like if I would have had that shit, all those dudes would have got it guaranteed. We weren't just alone. We were touring with other bands too. So yeah. the other band would have got it. Everybody would got it. So, but I just took a precaution and just still, I was like, fuck it, dude, two weeks I'm staying in. And by the time that two weeks was over, then they already had shelter in place now. And I'm like, fuck. 